0: Welcome to Profoundly, the new podcast from Femme Foundry. I'm your host, Pips Taylor, and each week I'll be harnessing the wisdom of a one of a kind global community. Profoundly is a podcast for women who want to grow, learn, connect, and thrive. We'll be bringing our Femme Foundry leaders to you, who will be sharing industry expertise, personal stories, and advice to help you navigate every element of your life, from the professional to the very personal. There will be no jargon, no filters, just an open, honest conversation with some absolutely brilliant guests, and I am really excited to be a part of this. This week on Profoundly, I am so excited to welcome Ayesha McKenzie. Now, I hardly know where to start with listing Aisha's achievements. She's a British and Commonwealth rhythmic gymnastic champion. She's a model, a dancer, a choreographer and a founder of multiple businesses. Her work as a choreographer has been showcased at some of the world's most high profile events, including the London Olympics, the Brits and the Mobos. She's CEO of AMCK Dance and AMCK Models, as well as a certified breath coach and yoga teacher. After suffering from severe burnout and struggling with anxiety, insomnia and panic attacks, Aisha found balance and peace through the transformative magic of the mind-breath-body connection. She saw that so many of her peers were suffering in the same way, so AMCK Fit was born, a concierge wellness service delivering Calm for Creatives programmes directly to the fashion, creative and entertainment industries. She's on a mission to help us all learn to use our breath as a practical tool for well-being. She went on to launch Breathe by AMCK, a combination of products and digital programs focused around the power of our breath. Now, I all feel like we need a much more calm and zen in our lives. Aisha, welcome to Profoundly. Really, really excited to have you on this episode. Uh, I feel like there's so much to chat to you about. You've had a very fascinating and diverse career so far, and I
1: feel like you're only really just getting started. I know, it does feel like I've um, lived many lives already and I guess it's somehow all leading together, but moving into the unknown, it's exciting too, it is. And what unknown do you feel like you're moving into at the moment? I feel that um, I have found this profound love of sharing. So it's such a, a great gift, I feel, to be able to share that and, have that resonate with other people and help them along their way and so for me that is unknown because I've always been um you know kind of quite on a straight line with with my with building a business and you know what I wanted that to look like and what I wanted that to feel like and with this now I just feel oh I have to surrender to it and let it unfold as however it's going to unfold and I think that that's that's a little bit it's a little bit new for me to consciously be doing that but I think that that you know that that's the practice of really being in the moment so trying to practice what I preach (laughs) absolutely and being in the moment is is so hard
0: now you started as a British and Commonwealth rhythmic gymnastics champion and you also now run several businesses what would you say has been one of your greatest learnings about yourself so far on your journey? I think all the
1: failures, you know, it's um, it's wonderful to be a champion. Um, and that definitely teaches you something about what you're capable of when you put your mind to it. But I think there's so much more learning in the things that don't go the right way in the times that you don't succeed. Um, you know, one of my biggest I guess one of my biggest and first failures. And I'm really saying that in, in inverted commas was not qualifying for the Olympic games, but as a sportsman, sportswoman, um, when you're at that level, everything is directed towards the Olympics. And so when you don't make it, it feels like devastating and very much like a, a first heartbreak. But I think that that Again, taught me a lot about myself.
0: Absolutely, and
1: I think one of the greatest
0: things about you know you're calling them failures, but I I like to look at them as sort of like you know challenges, uh, situations to kind of overcome, and it's those lessons that you learn along the way, isn't it? Uh, About how to overcome something that hasn't necessarily gone your way. And I mean, as as you said, it must have been really devastating not not getting to the Olympics. How did you how did you overcome that?
1: I just kind of looked at other things and looked at the rest of my skills and you know there was one thing that I really was passionate about which was dance and um, decided to see where I could really pursue that space I think that um, the thing is about overcoming things I don't think that you realize that you've overcome them until you look back you know it was just like okay yeah just crack on and get on with it and I think you can only you can only go, oh, wow, I, gosh, and give yourself a bit of a pat on the back when you've overcome something huge and big challenges when you look back and do it. And at the time, that's the, that's the practice. OK, we'll just be in the moment one step in front of the other. Don't even try to think about overcoming this big mountain or this big trough that you're in, that it feels like you're in just one step at a time. And are out the other side it's so it's so hard
0: to implement i think the one step at a time as well because we all, we want it all and we want yep. it all at, at the same time don't we so it's kind of having i suppose discipline to be able to look and 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 say like you know small steps and kind of constantly trying to bring things back to that kind of yeah
1: i think that that's right what you've just said is discipline but there does need to be a discipline in your um in your healing it does need to be a discipline in the things that you do to allow yourself to feel the best that you can feel and allow yourself to have the most empathy for yourself and that doesn't come from not giving yourself any kind of structure and so even if it's a small tiny little thing that you do each day there is something for you, that's the thing that makes all the difference, that moving with intention that, yes, I'm doing this and it's gonna be hard, but it's gonna get better and it's gonna get better and it's gonna get better. Do
0: you think that your many years of training as a, as a gymnast uh, and that kind of drive and determination has brought you sort of, I suppose, like the success and translated into the way that you now run your businesses?
1: You know, there is there can be an unhealthy ideal of perfection and um and go 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 and not listening to yourself and not listening to your body and not hearing your own pain that you just push through everything and I think definitely that was something that I was used to doing from such an early age and I think it was something that I bought into my business life and I wanted things to be the best that I could make them and I wanted things to be as perfect as they could be. And I worked extremely hard and didn't listen to my body when it was sending me little signals until it started screaming, you know. And so um, there's huge, massive parts of the (laughs) discipline that was really useful but there was parts of it that i think um, were unhealthy for me
0: i want to talk about your experience a little bit about um you know as ceo and founder of multiple businesses how how do you manage to have a have a sort of symbiotic relationship with all of them that fit together have you have
1: you managed to achieve i feel that it's always a work in progress i think that they are a moving piece and yes it's definitely learning to keep it all balanced but now health is definitely a priority so I will allow myself to take a little slow down on whatever I'm doing or lessen the schedule or you know just put more thought into what I'm going to do, where I'm going to be, how I'm going to do things rather than just the yes, 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 yes. Do you feel like your
0: business model has changed um, as a result of this kind of shift for you um, and also maybe as a result of what we've been going through with COVID for the past from the past um, 18 months or so?
1: Yeah, I I was trying to bring this into um, our business for a long time Um, That was partly why I started AMCK Fit, where we were bringing wellness and the idea of taking time whilst at work for your own mental health and exercise and breathing and yoga. And so I wanted to I started off obviously with my own company um, and I wanted to share that with other people within the industry. So we were, you know, having like these fun or pop-up spaces backstage at award shows, where I was like doing breathing exercises with, you know, all the music artists and stuff like that. And, and it was great. It was just a great way of showing people that their health should be part of this of their whole life. And then of course, over the pandemic, we were all at home and we were having these wellness things over Zoom. Um, I was working with different companies um, delivering yoga and and meditation, breathing, all on Zoom for their um, employees. And that was great to see that companies were embracing it at that time and really understood the necessity to take care of their their peoples and now you know kind of moving out on the other side it's feel it feels like and definitely in london um and the uk that like okay right that didn't happen let's all just get on with it now
0: i so agree with you i feel this like speeding up which is, you know, in some ways is, is, you know, it's nice because we're making up for lost time, but in other ways I'm like, whoa, hang
1: on a minute. Do we really want to go back to where we were? I think there's big choices to be made at that, at that juncture, like, okay, yes, I'm absolutely so excited to be back doing, but what are the parts that I want to keep? And so at the moment, or all working but it's also gives everybody a chance to you know move slightly at their own pace working the hours that they feel work best for them
0: what kind of approach do you have when you go into organizations and industries for example like you did with the fashion and creative industries delivering wellness services what what how did you help them find balance what kind of approach did you
1: take Um, just a very truthful one, you know, Uh, I'm not sharing anything, any kind of deep, profound wisdom that, (laughs) that hasn't been shared already, but I think that it's really so much more human when I share my vulnerability and show that I have also been in the spaces and the places that they have and the things that people care about can seem even silly to other people but it is all part of the creative or a line or whatever it may be and so I understand that and that I don't minimize that in any way with like okay well yeah you can't work until two in the morning well I know you're going to work until two in the morning so So what are we going to do to make ourselves feel the best that we can be? We're going to be, you know, burning the candle at both ends. What are we going to do to make ourselves the most resilient in those times when it's the fashion weeks and you have people traveling constantly, you know, all of those things. It's like just giving people the tools really from a place of, but I see you and I and I get it and I'm not gonna, I know I'm not gonna change what the work is, but changing how you experience the work is going to make everybody and everything that is created just come from a space where people are whole and not broken. Um, obviously, you, you know,
0: your expertise has been within the creative and, and fashion uh, and, and fitness industries, but why do you think there's such a high rate of burnout within those industries? And that there is this kind of crisis, I suppose.
1: I think it's because it's very personal, you know, I think being an artist is very personal. You're giving a part of your own self in order to, in order to really create, you're thinking about it constantly or continually, you know, uh, dreaming up new ideas or or whatever
0: it might be I feel like you've had a really transformational period in your life where you made those serious changes you know you said that you uh you know you did have have a, a, a burnout and you needed more wellness what what was the turning point for you that kind of made you think I've got to make some changes here
1: I think that my my physical body was really starting to scream um and I was having really strong physical symptoms of um, panic attacks and anxiety and and, um, post-traumatic stress and I had just not been listening to so I had all these things going on with my heart and um, insomnia and you know lots of like really unwanted things happening that I just to the point couldn't ignore. Um, and that was also coming at a very stressful time in, um, in work. And it was just like, everything was all piling up. Um, and I guess I just broke and was like, I have to do something about this. Um, and yeah. So started on my my own healing journey. But on that sort
0: of healing journey, journey for you, in case there is anyone who's listening who can identify with some of the things that you've mentioned there, like how can you take those first steps? For me, I
1: one of the first things. So I, just to like put this into like a perspective, I was already teaching yoga, and um, you know offering out this wellness to everybody else and i just wasn't listening to my own self i wasn't doing it for myself one of the first things i did was i i did a meditation course and i did like a little intensive training and fantastic meditation teacher called light watkins and that that was a the turning point for me. Then I started a, a meditation practice, a, a disciplined meditation practice every day. And that kind of was just getting me closer to myself and more connected with myself. I definitely realized I was I had been going through the motions and floating somewhere. <laughs> outside of myself being able to still perform being able to still um you know smash out all of the things that I had to do and you know and all of those things but that that was when I was like oh when I really started meditating in a disciplined way and doing it every day I was like oh okay right here I am it's funny isn't it do you think
0: that as women we are less capable I mean we're very capable but we're we put others first so much I think it's a really hard practice to actually try and put yourself first as a woman
1: yeah I think that's I think nail on the head there you know we we want to tend to others before we tend to ourselves, and that um and that is a um a kind of space that is within us just there and this has got nothing to do with if you are a mother or or not it's just there is something within us that wants to make sure that everybody else is okay
0: you know people who are that who they don't have much self-worth are the people who give the
1: most yeah i think that that's that's definitely it and i think that was definitely the case for me Um, and then you know from the meditation I um, just really started to slow everything down and you know I was doing yin yoga as well and um, you know I just I, I made a conscious decision to to heal to say no to make time
0: it's this kind of constant as you say pushing and pushing and and it's like we're kind of almost you know addicted to that sort of feeling and that that sort of motion and that movement and the constant sort of striving and thriving and busy 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 what would you sort of say to someone who feels stuck in that cycle and like wants to break out
1: yeah i i would say find your daily practice something that you can do intentionally every day i you know, I'm doing this breathing practice and it's a 10 minute practice each day. And when I say that it will change your life, it will change your life. I'm really fascinated
0: by your breath work. Um, Cause I feel like, it, you know, the word breath, it sounds so simple, but it's actually much more, there's so much more to it uh, than just, you know, some simple uh, breathing. How, how can breath work help us?
1: Well, you say, you say there's so much more to it, but actually the really, really simple breathing is extremely powerful. You know, that is really what I'm trying to share most definitely at the moment that we don't have to do complicated exercises to get an effect. And it is something that we can do by ourselves and and really get a a sense of control over our of how we're experiencing our lives and so yes your when you breathe properly and if you think about it your breath is your life force right it's the thing that you can't live without you can you know survive without water and without food for a while but you can't survive without taking a breath and so you want to breathe in the most deep and efficient way to nourish your own body and that's really what i'm just trying to share with people to do so it your physical body when you breathe of course your cells get nourished your internal organs get massaged as your diaphragm is moving up and down you know it is doing physically great things for your body when you're just paying attention to your breath but for your mind just bringing your awareness to your breath leaving everything else going honestly I just find it magic I find it fascinating that we just don't really know very much about it I find it fascinating that it's such an important cornerstone of our health and we haven't been taught about it and so really i think that's you know kind of my mission right now is to share that part
0: i feel like we all need to get practicing this and it's going to bring some calm and zen into our lives can you just explain to me a little bit um because you know as you said there's not you know we don't know loads about it but in terms of the mind body and breath connection
1: when you um when you slow your breathing down you slow your heart rate down. And this connects also with your parasympathetic nervous system. So you may have heard of flight, fright, freeze response when you all of a sudden, like something's coming to get you and you're like, ah, and you run. So this is like back in the day, there's like a tiger running through the woods trying to get you. You need to switch your whole body in gear and get away from it. So your heart beats fast, your nervous system kicks into the sympathetic nervous system, which is your stress response, so that you can get away. And that's so that your body doesn't relax, chill out, because obviously you'd be eaten, right? So the opposite of that is your rest and digest, your parasympathetic nervous system, which is the one that you want to turn on in order to feel chilled the deep breathing, especially when you're breathing deep into your belly, into your abdomen, that kicks in that response system. So then your brain goes, ah, oh. we're breathing deep, our heart rate is calming down, our nervous system's going, right, yes, this is where we can chill out and relax because we're safe and nothing is coming to get us. So then when your body's in a state of being and feeling, and knowing that it's safe it can do the other things that it needs to do like rest and reproduce so that's that's kind of the the science mechanism behind it when you're breathing short and shallow you're in a stress response and when you're breathing low and slow you're in a de-stress response
0: and i know that obviously with your company breathe air amck you have just launched a new breathe mist haven't you yes i have
1: so can you tell me a little bit about
0: how why why you decided to 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 do that and and how and yeah what the product is
1: sure um so it is a blend of essential oils and i created this blend its main note is bergamot which is an incredible essential oil very um very known for its um, healing and relaxation properties anti-inflammatory i could go on it's a great essential oil but the whole reason behind the mist was so that you're connecting your sense of smell with the practice so that every time you take those 10 minutes to do your breathing you're smelling the oils the oils are making you feel calm, the breath work is making you feel calm. Those two things are creating little neural pathways, right? So you're just creating new links for your brain going, ah, okay, yes, we smell this, we breathe, we feel calm. And that, as you practice that every single day, becomes the default for every time you smell that smell. Which I feel like you you know is when you're
0: practicing uh you know sort of breathing and and being calm and and zen it's you know that's in that moment but it's very challenging to then take that forward isn't it in into the into the day and actually take it and and be able to kind of call
1: on it I suppose exactly and you know what that's the whole point why we're practicing it we are not practicing so that we can you know sit in a beautifully candle room and you know feel relaxed with no interruptions we're practicing it so that when we're really out in the real world we have the ability to you know feel that we're in control of our of ourselves i feel like you're such a guru,
0: a guru on 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 this and it's, there's so much that i'd love to chat to you about it um but One of the things that I do really want to touch on is um, you were invited to Downing Street in 2013 for the Power List reception where you were recognised as one of Britain's most influential black people and you're also a Black British Business Awards Senior Leader for the Consumer and Luxury category which is phenomenal. Uh, Now October is Black History Month uh, and this year's theme is proud to be. Uh, So I'd love to know what you're proud to be.
1: I am proud to be a Black British woman. I think, you know, that is, that's something that I have probably grown into. Um, But yeah, I, I'm, I'm really proud to, to know that I'm, that I'm in a space where I can help other young black um, people know that their dreams are valid and absolutely possible. And I make that, and I have made that for a really long time, my, you know, my mission, you know, I think now I'm like sharing the wellness, but, Previously, you know, part of my work and being in the spaces was to be able to open doors, and we did that through the agencies really successfully. I love that 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 will be, you know, part of ANCK's legacy that we most definitely opened the doors and changed the face of um, models and diversity in the UK. But I think I think that our reach went way beyond that and definitely internationally i know that around the world there weren't agencies that had the representation like we did and so yeah i'm really proud i'm really proud that we did that i think there's so much there's so much in seeing something to believe it and even though we're talking about you know moving into these unknown spaces and believing things that you can't necessarily see it's wonderful for young people to see role models in all walks of life and that was what was brilliant about the power list and about the black british business awards just showcasing black people in all industries and i that was definitely not something that i saw when i was growing up So, yeah, I just also want to say, you know, um, being Black History Month. Of course, it should be something that we're talking about and thinking about every month, um, just the same way as, you know, all kind of minority. I don't like that word. um, Issues that we just need to be, you know, we just need to be thinking about these things all of the time. I'm reading The Good Ally at the moment by Nova Reed. And I have to say, it is an incredible, incredible book. So I would highly recommend for people this Black History Month to go and start doing the work because we cannot do this by ourselves. Yes, it will be excellent if we didn't have to have um, a Black History Month. But we have so much catching up to do and understanding about our past in order to bring us into the future that we want to see.
0: And what you know, what would you like to see uh, happen in in an you know in an ideal world? What what work would you like to um,
1: to see as, as as achieved together? I'd like to have um, Black History taught on the curriculum. I think that's very important. My personal call will be, I would like white women, my fellow colleagues and friends to help take up this charge in a really meaningful way, because, because we need you to make this work. We need you to to look and see the ways um, in which our to see the ways in which our lives need to change and the small things that need to change in turn to make the big things change, and I think yeah that that's it it's like we we need you we we that's it,
0: and I think that there's there's so much that we can we can all do, and you know as you say, like going you know behind- the, you know behind the scenes doing the work uh being the best allies that we can be. Uh, continuing the conversation and then also acting acting upon that is is really imperative
1: yeah absolutely
0: how did it feel uh to have such amazing public recognition through the power list and the work that you do with the the black british business awards
1: it's wonderful it's honestly it's wonderful to have recognition but honestly you know you just keep doing what you do there are so many, many, many incredible people who are doing such fantastic work, and um, yeah, I I was, honestly was very humbled um, to be amongst them when I found out uh, that I had, um, that I had got to the final to the finalists for the Black British Business Awards. I actually found out that I had been nominated seven times. And I was like, oh, wow, because I absolutely 100% was not going to enter. And they asked me and I said no. And they asked me again. And I said no. And then finally, they said, well, if you don't enter yourself, we will just enter for you. So you need to to, you know, to do it. I was very nervous and I was, yeah, right in this space of, um, it was quite ironic. I had a full blown panic attack at the award oh, ceremony. <laughs> and I was in this space of like, oh my gosh, people are like, wow, you're so amazing. You've done all this great stuff. And I'm like, literally in the bathroom, gripping onto the sink, like trying to do deep breaths to, get myself together and so again that's a thing look you don't know what's going on on the inside of people so um yeah and now I'm now it's great because I really can get to look back on it and not be in the grips of like you know feeling terrible and go yeah I want to give myself a pat on the back that is great and it's and it spurred me on to just to do more to to you know to achieve more to share more
0: and i feel like you're doing all of that and you're doing it you know you're doing it incredibly it's so amazing to see um now here at fen foundry we have our four pillars which are physical health spiritual health financial health and mental health uh, so i want to just have a little quick fire with you uh, as to kind of like what the what what you do in in each practice i suppose what kind of com- comes to your head so how do you look after your mental
1: health daily breathing
0: excellent and are you into spiritual health at all and if so what do you do I like
1: to pull cards um I have some I have a few sets but um I yes I read my cards and I also have sometimes it's twice uh, yearly but definitely once yearly um a session with my spiritual teacher who's in Ibiza, Julie Gibbons. Um, and she has been working together with me for yeah, for a long time now. And that's a really good moment for me each year to just reset and reflect and you know, look at where where I'm moving forward.
0: I love that. And what about physical health? What do you how do you sort of move?
1: Yoga practice. Uh, my yeah my yoga practice and the yoga practice changes um a lot at the moment it's very uh slow and yeah slow and gentle um and other times it's like you know quite strong and big sweat on and physical and again just really listening to my body and what i need and then of course i love to dance (laughs) and i like dancing around my kitchen and dancing wherever and that just feels good and feels fun and just gets everything going i love that i'm I'm a big kitchen dancer as well (laughs) um
0: and finally financial health is that something that is important to you and if so
1: how yes it's definitely important to me and it's definitely something that i need to um work on more i think that you know growing up i don't want to say with nothing um but i want to say with a very limited um you know amount that was available to us from you know everything that mum was doing and i think gosh she how organized, she must have been to be able to, you know, look after myself, and my brother, and um, we had all of the things that we needed. And she must have had a very small uh, salary that I, I wish I, you know, I I always think I wish that she was here to kind of (laughs) put those things, you know, into place for me.
0: Do you know what? I'm with you. I think it's that's that's one of the things I love about um, Femme Foundry is, you know, they, they have these pillars and I feel it's something that as well as as women, we don't really discuss our financial health. We and, don't. And we don't kind of, you know, give it the time and the space like that, that we need to kind of, you know, what works, what doesn't work, actually, what do we need? But there's no lesson in terms of like, oh, this is, you know, your mortgage and your bank account
1: and your repayments and your credit cards. Exactly. I find that really... Um... I find that really difficult because it is something that we just, we are expected to do on our own, you know, and, and run the, run the household and like the life admin and yes, your mortgages and, and your things, and then the savings and the, and the bits and bobs. And I'm not, um, yeah, I'm not really very cleaned up on all of that stuff. So yeah, I think it's great that this conversation is, you know opening up more with women and i think it definitely needs to be you know what i mean even like the rate of childcare and you know what people are paying like we're not even discussing that um i am wondering if you could very if we would be able to
0: do a very small um i don't know sort of breath uh, guided breath um exercise maybe just 30 seconds um that that people can take away from from this session absolutely I
1: will use my mist, as I always do. (laughs) Rub your hands together. So you can start like this, rubbing your hands together. It's twofold. Rub your hands together so that you feel the heat. Because when you feel that heat, then all of a sudden, the energy that we sometimes talk about that people feel perhaps a little bit airy-fairy becomes really tangible. This is energy. It's hot. And it's also warming up the oil. So I've got an incredible smell of bergamot (laughs) wafting towards me. Right, once you feel that heat, slow it down. Bring your hands into a prayer position. Bring your prayer up so your fingertips lightly touch the space just in between your eyebrows. Close your eyes. And take a deep inhale. And an easy exhale. Just gonna do that twice more. Inhale, filling up your belly. Exhale. Last one, inhale, filling up your belly, filling up your lungs, adding a little bit of pressure on your fingertips, just connecting inwards. Exhale, drop your hands down, keep your eyes closed. Just for a moment, simply breathe. Inhaling and exhaling softly through your nose. Nothing to do, nowhere to be. Take a deep inhale, filling up your belly, filling up your lungs. Exhale, let it all go. Now slowly, gently, when you're ready, flutter your eyes open and welcome back. Ah, that's so (laughs) nice.
0: So calming. You've got such a calm voice and aura
1: and genuinely feel different. You do, right? It's three deep breaths and you genuinely feel different that was what that was like one minute yeah probably not not even that's absolutely not even one minute so Um, so that's the question if we if it's just taking us a second to just feel a little bit better why are we not choosing that you see and so their work is is about doing all the things to help those choices become easier. Well, Aisha, thank you so much for coming
0: on Profoundly. It's been a real honour to chat to you uh, about your incredible journey. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise as well. It's been brilliant to have you. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Pibbs, thank you. Oh, she's just so calming, isn't she? Uh, Love that, thank you so much for coming on, Aisha. You can, of course, connect with her on the Femme Foundry app. Now, we believe in taking a holistic view, making sure we're keeping an eye on all four pillars that hold us up and help us thrive. And for us, those pillars are the foundations of our community. And we want to help everyone to build their financial, physical, mental and spiritual health. This week, we are shining the spotlight on physical health. And our leader, Michelle Ellman,
1: has some great wise words for us we need to stop associating weight loss with automatic health and weight gain with automatic unhealthy. And so if you focus on health, you will always see health as an improvement. And the example I tend to use is if you work out three times a week and your focus is on health, then you will have succeeded that goal by the end of the week. If your focus is on weight, then you work out three times a week and you get a step on the scale at the end of the week and you've gained weight, you're gonna see that as a failure, which is not gonna give you any motivation to keep going whatsoever. And so honestly, the main thing I tell people is mind your own body.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to Profoundly This Week with the brilliant Aisha McKenzie. You can connect with her on the app and of course Michelle Ellman and continue these conversations. As ever, we would love to hear from you. Do get in touch at Foundry app at pips underscore taylor on Instagram and of course do rate and review us on the app store if you can and I'll see you next time.